Hey friend, welcome to the Feel Your Best podcast. I'm your host, Meg Lafferty, and I'm here to tell you that you can feel better. In fact, your best, in your own skin. Yep, I mean you. Busy, hardworking, badass woman who's juggling all the things and at the end of her rope when it comes to her health. I know you, I am you, and my clients you too. It might not seem possible, but you don't have to keep feeling like this in your one and only body. That's why I'm on a mission to show you the other side. Join me each week as my guests and I share the tools you need to actually enjoy the body you've been blessed with. Because the answer isn't in another restricted diet, task on your to-do list, or simply sitting in this uncomfortable feeling. It's in uncovering your unique roadmap to your healthiest self. Ready to get started? Let's dive in to today's episode. Welcome to today's episode of the Feel Your Best Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Lafferty. And if you have not already done so, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so that you never miss another podcast episode. And if you are out there and you would like to start receiving healthy living resources every Friday morning, I want to invite you to go ahead and scroll to the show notes and click on weekly email so you can subscribe now. And I will start sending you emails every Friday morning that are jam-packed with tools, resources, and tips, all to help you simply create a sustainable and enjoyable healthy lifestyle. Now, for today, we are going to dive into the topic of stress, and specifically how stress impacts your energy and overall health. So many of us believe in order to be healthy, you just have to eat quote unquote, the right foods for your body and consistently work out. While those are definitely both a big piece of the health puzzle, they are not the only components of it. If that were true, more of us would be healthier, energized individuals, which is not the case. So why is it so hard to eat well and move our bodies on a consistent basis? What is getting in our way and stopping us from doing this over and over again? One of the reasons that I want to talk with you today that causes many of us to struggle with eating well consistently and moving our bodies is stress. Stress greatly impacts your food choices. Stress impacts whether or not you move your body. Stress impacts how you treat your body. Stress impacts what is internally happening within your body. Stress impacts the ability to burn fat and is a big reason why many struggle to lose fat or find they are continuously gaining weight. Now, when I'm stressed, this is what I tend to do. I tend to go down the path of eating. And it's not always the healthiest foods. And honestly, sometimes I do make healthy choices. However, when I'm stressed, I'm not being the type of person who is in the optimal state for digestion. And often I find when I'm stressed, I tend to overeat or overindulge, even if it is healthy items. Often I find that I tend to crave sugary 
carb-filled items, like sugary processed carb-filled items. I go to what provides me with comfort and makes me feel pleasure and safe right in that moment because that's all our brain ever wants is to just feel good. And our brain is going to, when we're in that state of stress, it's going to tell us to do something that makes us feel good and that's easy. And one of the easiest things to go to is food. So here are some other things that I've noticed that stress can cause you to do that I have noticed within myself and with my clients. Stress can cause you to binge eat. Stress can cause you to undereat. Stress can cause you to turn to alcohol. Stress can cause you to sacrifice your sleep. Stress can cause you to skip your workouts. Stress can cause you to snap at your kids. These are just some examples of the things that stress can do to you. Now, this is a statistic that I find very, very interesting and wanted to share with you today. Digestive stress is about 25% what you eat. Digestive stress is about 25% what you eat and 75% who you are being. And when I am referring to digestive stress, I'm talking about issues like constipation, diarrhea, indigestion, upset stomach, you know, all of those fun things that can take place when your body is under stress. So I want to ask you, who are you being when you eat? Are you moving at warp speed? Are you constantly eating on the go? Do you find yourself multitasking during the meal? Do you find yourself possibly engaging in gossip? These are all ways in which we feed that stress response. Now, eating under stress is not only commonplace, it's socially acceptable and often a prerequisite for managing a job, a family, or having a life. And as I'm sure you know, stress is the opposite of relaxation. What I have found is most often we feel stressed because we're moving way too fast. And let me know if you agree with that. If you've worked for a stronger metabolism, or been trying to heal your headaches, fatigue, acne, stomach flu, but have not achieved success, there's typically one basic reason. You're moving too fast. You are moving too fast. When moving through life too fast, we inevitably eat fast, which destroys our metabolism and creates digestive upset. It results in meals eaten under a physiologic stress response, which diminishes our calorie burning power. So I wanna actually invite you to take a moment to think about, am I typically eating quickly? Am I even present during my meals? Do I feel like I'm scarfing down, barely tasting my food? If the answer is yes, I want you to keep listening. The slower you eat, the faster you metabolize. The more relaxed you are throughout your day, then the more energy you will have. The slower you eat, the faster you metabolize. The more relaxed you are throughout your day, then the more energy you will have. 
So that 1 to 3 p.m. slump that happens is because you've been sprinting throughout the day and then you have to rest and recuperate. So you get this sleepy, foggy brain. Can't do anymore. And that's when you end up binging or turning to something that will provide you with pleasure because you're not getting enough pleasure throughout the day. You're just stressing. I've been experiencing that myself lately. Personally, there have been a lot of hard things in my arena which have been causing me a ton of stress. And as I mentioned earlier, my stress response is to eat out of comfort. It's easily accessible to me and socially accepted. However, the way I'm eating, who I am being when I'm eating, and the foods I'm choosing have not been aligned with my goals and how I desire to feel. And I want to get into the nitty gritty of this with you and how stress impacts your digestion and therefore your ability to achieve your health and wellness goals and feel the way you truly desire. Now, you can eat the healthiest meal on the planet, but if you eat it in a stressed out, anxious state, your digestion is dramatically diminished. So I want to help you understand how that works from a scientific perspective. There is a salivary enzyme content in the mouth and it's reduced when you're stressed. The breakdown of protein, fat, and carbs in the stomach is impaired. Blood flow to the small intestines is decreased as much as fourfold, which translates into decreased assimilation of the vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients that your body needs. And I know we're not together right now, so you can just nod along or shake your head in response. And I would like to know, have you ever had the experience of eating a full meal and still being hungry? Like you can't get satiated. I have been there. My hand is raised right now. I know you can't see me. My hand is raised. This is a good sign that the stress response is on and your body isn't assimilating nutrients. So now I want to talk about the connection between stress and the metabolism. The autonomic nervous system is responsible for your digestive activity. And there are two branches, the parasympathetic and the sympathetic. The parasympathetic is also known as the rest and digest response. This is that optimal state of digestion that I had mentioned earlier. When the parasympathetic is activated, your metabolic power goes up. Now, on the other end is the sympathetic. The sympathetic is also known as fight or flight. And this is your stress response. When you are stressed out, your digestion shuts down. The classic example of this is that if a lion was chasing you after lunch, you wouldn't be concerned about digestion or digesting your sandwich or your salad, whatever you had. The sympathetic nervous system would act effectively to shut down digestion, direct blood flow away from the belly and out to your arms and legs for quick moving and up to your brain for quick thinking. Now, this is an incredible mechanism in place for our survival. While most of us do not have to confront lions during our meals, we do all encounter stress. The thing is, on a physiological level, Your body doesn't differentiate between a lion chasing you and your boss yelling at you or getting in a tense traffic jam or dealing with a crying, stubborn preschooler or toddler. 
One is life-threatening, the other is not. But guess what? On a physiological level, they are the same. They both trigger the body to shut off digestion and store fat. And this decreases your metabolic power. Now, you may have heard of a hormone called cortisol. This is the hormone that is released when you are stressed out. Now, studies have shown that increased cortisol in the system leads to fat accumulation. People who tend to gain weight primarily around their belly likely experience chronic low-level stress as excess cortisol production has this strange effect of fattening up the belly. Cortisol goes up and tends to create fat accumulation in the belly. So you see people who may have really skinny legs or skinny arms and they tend to gain all their weight in their belly. That's due to stress. Now I would love to invite you to answer this question. What are your three common stressors? And how does your body respond to the stress? I would like you to DM me your response so we can have a conversation about this and I can share some suggestions that I have to help you better manage those stressors and how your body responds to it. Now, if the body is in even a low level stress state most of the time, then you may lose a few pounds here and there, but ultimately no amount of, you know, dieting or working out will get you where you want to go. So your task is to do something that's really, really challenging, especially in how fast paced our society is. And that's to relax. Now, what I want to say is that some people use anxiety and stress to motivate themselves to lose weight. An example of this would be like, if I don't lose eight pounds, I'm not going on that beach vacation with my girlfriends, or I'm not going to wear that bathing suit. If I don't go to the gym four days this week, then I'm not going to get a massage. Does this work? No, it might work once or twice, but it doesn't really work. It's not sustainable. The point is worrying and stressing about weight loss, boosting your energy, getting rid of your belly bloat and acne, is totally counterproductive. To boost your metabolism, you must relax and stop producing so much cortisol. And as a reminder, I want you to take the time to identify your top three stressors. Because this way, you can identify what those are and then determine what you can do to help mitigate some of that stress. Next week, I'm going to dig into how to stop producing so much cortisol and feel more relaxed. And I'll be sharing an awesome resource guide with you, which contains seven steps to relieve your stress. I want to say and let you know, there will only be six more episodes of season one before I will be taking a break to spend time with my family over the summer. But don't worry, I will be back and add it for season two in early fall. So make sure to scroll to the show notes and subscribe to receive my weekly emails and updates. So you'll be the first to know when the first episode of season two drops. 
Now, I know this was a heavy topic, and just talking about stress can bring on more stress. And if that is the case for you, I want you to shake it off, put on a great song, do something that lights you up, and know that next week I will be sharing some awesome, amazing, life-changing tips with you so that you can better start managing your stress. Thank you for being here. I love you and appreciate you.